Episode 61 of the Geek Heart Games Podcast, the only podcast where you may hear some burps because we are drinking. It's true. I am Cody Tietrich, <laughs> alongside my best friend, Sam Subek. Sam, what you drinking today? Uh, well, tonight I am drinking a Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade. What are you drinking, Funny sir? story. <laughs> I'm also drinking a Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade. Oh my Cheers. goodness. Cheers. We are so in sync. So... Uh, it just so happens I don't I don't it's not my favorite but it's um I have I had this left in the fridge and I have one um what's the what's the vodka kind of uh wine cooler Smirnoff I had a Smirnoff like a grape Smirnoff that like I don't know how long these things last I'd say it's at least six years old Oh yeah, I have a strawberry daiquiri Seagram's that's been in my fridge for a solid year and a half, and I'm like, can I drink this? Like, I don't know about it. Year and a half, I think you'd be fine. I am. I doubt mine, and also I've had problems with vodka-based drinks before, Mm. so I'm reluctant to drink it. I should just throw that one out. Probably. Oh, there it went. First official drink for the show. Starting, you guys. We can't help it. I'm so sorry. Um. For those curious why we're drinking, it's just one of those days, you know? You it's have, one of those you, days, it, man. One of those days where you just need a drink to take the edge off. So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, hey, Sam, I think we're a video game podcast, not really an alcohol podcast. Okay, okay. Um, so, why don't we leave it off? Why don't you tell me about Dig Dog? Dig Dog. Okay. So, okay. Uh, I think I heard about this because there was a post... Also, just FYI, uh, sometimes I talk even faster when I'm drunk, so Ooh. watch out for that. Um, I saw a post about a game developer who made a game without using his hands, okay? And I was like, oh, ah, that's okay. pretty cool. And so he has, like, chronic pain problems with his hands, and so he just, you know, making games is what he loves, so he wanted to do it, uh, but obviously try to keep himself as healthy as possible. So he used the voice recognition to do the actual coding and apparently like it was a lot of work to just get it set up and get up like a shortcut words to say to just make stuff you know uh but a lot went into it and so he was using that and then he had a hat that did like a motion tracker so instead of using a mouse he could use the hat but apparently doing that if you can see the motion that i'm doing with my with my head it's pretty involved and so his neck would get sore and so then he was switching to uh a more advanced one that tracks your eyeballs Um, Oh, damn. So, yeah, it's pretty high tech. So he made this whole game uh, using those techniques rather than typical typing out your code, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, So Dig Dog is the game he made. It's on Switch. It's $3.99, so it's really cheap, okay? It's, um, I guess you would call it the 16-bit style, which I need need a refresher on my bits, probably, Byron. So, uh, but... It's kind of like a silhouette image. So there's just like the scenery and you're this little dog and you have to dig and find the bone. Like that's that's okay. the whole thing. And it's I think it's procedurally generated. And uh, so you've got use the arrow keys to move. And like when you move, you dig and then you can you have a jump and then you have a you hit the jump button twice to do this dash. But like you can dash in directions. So like you could hold down down and do two jumps and do dash down Um which is cool, but it was like, I, I wasn't even drinking and I had trouble with the controls kind of like, I wish there'd been a separate button for the dash. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, and there's some enemies and then there's some like 
things that'll explode if you dig into them. Uh, but you just and also <laughs> the way the levels are made, like your this like ground is up in the air. So if you dig too far to the bottom, you fall out on and die because uh, there's Ooh. like spikes underneath the ground part. Right. Oh, Cody, it's getting real hot in here. So <laughs> this is drinking. Woo. Um, uh, yeah, so I mean, it's it's cool. It's kind of fun. It's it's hard. It's one of those uh, roguelike games where you just like you go, you do your best, and then you try to do it again and hopefully get better. I didn't. I didn't get better. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't play very much of it. Um, I've been, you know, last week I was like super in love with the games I've been playing. I love Nino Kuni Two. Mm-hmm. I love Steamworld Quest. And then like once you've been like hardcore in love, like it's it's hard. It's hard to be like the rebound game to like come after and deal with that. So like I've been having a tough time with games, Cody. I've tr- I tried a lot of games this week and none of them did okay. it for me. Okay, so let me just do a quick recap, and then there's something fun I'll tell you at the end. I, so I I got Psychonauts for 99 cents because you, like you told me it was good and it was 99 cents. I was like, yeah, let's try it, uh, Cody. I don't care for it. Uh, it's a okay. PS2 game and. I'm a graphic snob, apparently. Mm-hmm. And also, it was really slow, like the tutorial at the beginning. I got yeah. bored. I also didn't necessarily care for the characters. So, bounced off Psychonauts pretty quick. So then, I was like, let me try Darksiders 2, because I bought that a while ago. And so I started playing it, and it was fine, but it was kind of similar to God of War. And I was like, if it's... I, I should just be playing God of War. this. So I bounced off of that one, Okay. Then I got excited because this game called Wargroove came to Game Pass. So I was like, oh, cool, I'll play it for free. And it's like this strategy where you have to like control the troops and do stuff. But I found it real tedious and pretty mm-hmm. boring. So bounced off of that one, Cody. And then the last one that I tried, I tried Earth Defense Force Insect Armageddon. This is yeah. one of the Xbox games with gold that's free this month. So I was like, oh, no. Um, it's okay. You're just like shooting these giant ants, which the ants are pretty cool, but it's just like a horde and it's just kind of boring because it's, you're just doing the same stuff. I did play a character that could fly a little bit and that was fun, but no, didn't, didn't hold my interest. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm just like, I'm not happy with these games. So I was like, let's go back to an old favorite. Cody, I played some Overwatch. Okay. Oh, which I, I saw put, you on Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. I was playing it because I wanted to try to get in the the uh, annual event that was going on the seasonal yeah. event which it was fine it was fine but here's what you're, here's what you're gonna like cody okay you like this so i was playing mystery heroes because i like to do that because i don't like making decisions and i got roadhog which you know i'm not i'm not a great roadhog okay but cody listen to this i was kicking ass as roadhog i was i was hooking people i was shooting them in the head I was taking care of business. I got a 20 kill streak as Roadhog in Mystery Heroes. Nice. Yeah, I was so yeah, proud. So I thought proud. you'd be proud of me. So, and I had a good time. So, but yeah, nice. that was, yeah. So I had a happy ending. But yeah, I was real disappointed with all my games this week. Man, I'm really glad you ended that on a happy note. Because if not, I was like, oh, we have a new segment for the show called Sam Sam's, hates everything. Sam's Sad Rebounds. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> oh, I like that. Um, That's fun, though. But yeah, good job on the Roadhog. Yeah. Thank you. I don't I don't know where it came from. It was just like, I probably still still have just a little bit of that magic that you gave me from that time you oh. gave me the Jason magic. And I feel like it just covers multi-games. So, 
Because you're a good roadhog too, right? So it's like yeah. I mean, I would call myself a pro hooker. You are. So that's what I tell. That's how I describe you to people when they're like, no. So so when so my phone. Let me tell you a funny story. My phone this weekend accidentally was unlocked in my pocket. Which you know how yeah. that's that's a bad fucking thing, right? Usually, it's a bad like, thing, Sam. It calls somebody or something. You're like, okay, whatever. No, for my phone, when it's unlocked in my pocket, apparently, what it did, I didn't know this till later. It went to my Google Photos and emailed it to my friend Randy, and it was a picture of Cody, which we had used for the Game of the Year episode when we were making faces to go on yeah. when I was photoshopping on the video game covers. So it's this face of Cody going like. I don't even it's, know. it's an angry face, pretty much. It was, yeah. a, it was a funny face. It was weird. And so it, it emailed it to Randy with no context, right? So later that day, I get an email from Randy. He's like, um, what is this? And that's how I found out that it had happened, because I didn't even know that it had happened, right? Um, so I told Cody, he's like, oh, dear, whatever. You know, it was like, yeah, no big deal. It's my friend Randy. It's fine. Then later in the day, I get this notification that somebody named Dan D.N. Uh, looked at the photo that I shared with him. And I'm like, who the fuck is Dan D.N.? Because he's not in my contacts. I don't know who he is. I don't know how I sent this image to him. But now he's got this picture of Cody. And I'm just like, whoops. So I think Cody's going to be a new chain letter that gets sent around. Just like no context to people. Dan is definitely jerking at ton pictures of me. And I'm very scared. I'd be flattered. I think you should I mean, be flattered. I'm partially flattered. I really just want to know what the DN stands for. Yeah. And his, his avatar picture was a tiger. So um, the whole oh, point right. of that story, I was going to say, is because when Randy asked who you are, I described you as a pro hooker. Brought it back together there. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. There are so, some people listening to this podcast who are probably like, why did Cody just refer to himself as a pro hooker? Um, and Roadhog hooks maybe- people with his hook and reels them in. That's why. Yeah. FYI. Back in the day. Back in I would the day. like Roadhog was my boy. He still right. is, kind well, of. I mean, you know. Yeah, you never it, lose it's been him. a hot minute since I played some Overwatch. Like yeah. I was thinking about hopping in for this annual event thing, but I'll have to see. Pretty sure um, you might have missed that one though. I think it's done. I think I just missed all the events because I think like last year I talked about like, oh I want to get on to the Halloween event because Soldier had like a Jason Voorhees skin. I was like two weeks late to that one, so I just had to wait apparently. Cody, it is so fucking hot in here now. I'm going to have to take my socks off. I did not think you were going to say socks. I thought you were going to say shirt. And I was like, let's get to it. Let's These get shirts to are it. coming off. <laughs> All right. So I'm glad you enjoyed Dig Dog and Overwatch. Sorry about the other things. Um, so I finally returned to the Division 2. I got up off my lazy ass. I took out Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, you were okay. Put in a division two. Just okay. Uh, man, what, I've ranked my MCU movies. It, it didn't get very high. I don't know why. That's really sad. Um. Okay. You know, just Excuse time me. out. Just that was my tangent. second. Have you had any Both. burps yet? Am yeah, I... but they've had some silent ones. Oh. I haven't had any like. Um. See, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think on a rewatch, I realized that like Volume Two is vastly superior. Oh dear. I disagree. Well, Maybe hot take? I don't know. Yeah. That, that Yandu scene. Whew, just, whew. Well, that was uh, good. Games. But, yeah. no, no, yeah. The rest um, of it. Back eh. Video games. Um, okay. So I returned to version two. Uh, last I left off, I was 450 gear score. Um, and so Andy and Alan 
were playing. I love that one. He's a good guy. I mean, I like Andy too, but I play with Andy more, so I think he knows. (laughs) Um, and so they were like, "Oh, hey, let's go run like some missions together. You know, get some gear." Uh, and I guess they realized like I was having a little bit of harder trouble killing things. Because somebody's been slacking off. Yeah, they're like, "What gear score are you?" And I was like, "Ah, four fifty. Like, why? Why does it matter?" He's like, "Oh, I think we're scaled to five hundred right now." Um, here, let's drop you some gear. And so they all, they both just dropped me like some weapons and some gear. Cause it's like, you, there's a rule where like, if you pick yeah. something up, you have 45 minutes to trade it to a person that's in your group. Really? Um, I didn't know yeah. that. That's really it's cool. really nice. Uh, so I made a joke and I was like, oh, I'm going to make a YouTube video real quick called fastest way to get to level 500. Just let your friends do all the work. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice to them. It helped me out a lot. I was actually like contributing. Um, things were dying in one clip versus three. Hey, at least at least you were still like doing damage. I've yeah. been in the game where I don't even do any damage because I'm so low level. So when that happens, you come talk to me and we'll commiserate. <laughs> um, I'll let you know if that ever happens. Uh, <laughs> and so like 500 is kind of the max unless you are going into what is called the occupied dark zone which i'll talk about in a second so then i kind of started on a journey of trying to get some exotic weapons in the division two sam is now up to four burps and they are looking rough those are there there she's making some faces for the audio listeners and that's only um, four since we started recording there were more before that um so the two actually i guess three exotics i've been going for um one is called the Merciless. It's a rifle, and like it has a very interesting perk where if it is holstered, your other gun that you're shooting has a 20% chance to have a random bullet do explosive damage. Um, so that's a pretty good chance of having, like just like especially if you're using an assault rifle or an LMG as your other weapon, getting some explosive damage added on. And so like I was like, oh, I'll go for that. Uh, I've ran the same mission that has like a high chance of dropping it, I think I'm up to 10 times now. Hasn't dropped. So I kind of gave up on that one for a little bit. Uh, and then I started working on the exotic sniper rifle called the Nemesis. Um, this one is... So after the most recent Stronghold title basin dropped, people found out that if, after you run it for the story mode, it's a five burps. I repeat, we are up to five burps. Um, if you run it on normal after that... Uh, there is a key that is spawns on a bed early on in the mission. You pick up the key, and then like halfway through the mission, you can go unlock this random door to the side, which I didn't know. I thought it was at the very end of the mission, so I ran the mission to completion. Didn't know where to go. Looked it up. Couldn't get back to that room. Was very sad. Had to run the entire stronghold again. Why uh, is it on a bed? I don't know. I don't know. What I, we're up to six. Um... And so I ran it again, got the key. They give you a gun and you have to dismantle the gun. It gives you a scope. And that's what like kind of starts this. And then like that exotic is on a weekly timer where you have to go do an invaded stronghold, which is just where the black tusks are in the stronghold versus like when they're not. Um, And so I got the other part for that. And then now I'm waiting for the reset tomorrow. And then I gotta wait another Why week. Why does it reset on a Thursday? Who does that? Sometimes they reset on Tuesday. Sometimes they reset on Thursdays. I don't know. It's a very strange. Setup. That's. That, I think you need to pick one and stick with it because I mean, I know, people right? get used to stuff. That's 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 not cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm working towards that. Uh, it's a really cool sniper rifle. It like charges up. Like it's not just like a shoot 
a bullet, like you charge it, and the harder you charge it, the more damage the bullet does. And like that's that almost yeah. what she said. Mm. Uh, and then the kind of more like frustrating exotic I've been going for is an exotic SMG called the Chatterbox. And this one's been interesting because like in order to get it, you have to farm these cash keys. Uh, and the way you get these cash keys is you go into the sewers and there are boxes on the wall randomly placed in these sewers. There's a lot of sewers in DC apparently. Yeah, I imagine. You open these boxes on the wall and you get a random key out of it. Well, you need hyena keys. There are seven burps, by the way. Four factions in this game. You can get a key for each of these factions. So you're kind of like playing RNG with like what key you're going to get to begin with. Then you take these hyena cache keys and you got to go find specific hyena caches in three different areas. Do you have like a map? Or do you just have to guess? I, I was Googling all of this. Like, I was... I'm glad someone else did the work. Um, so, what so, I've gathered from this week in The Division 2 is that Cody is a slacker, and he likes for other people to do the work for him. You got me there. <laughs> you got me there. Um, and so, I got the first two pieces to make the SMG. No problem. First cache I opened, got the pieces. Go to get the third piece... All three of the caches were empty. And I was like, what the fuck? That seems unacceptable. Uh, I was a little upset. Uh, Luckily, last night, I was running around. I went and ran around the sewers for a while. Got a cache key for Hyena. Went and opened one of the three caches that I'd opened up previously. I got the piece. I was like, cool. After you get the three pieces, you got to go run a mission Halfway through the mission, you pick up a hidden key behind, like, a little, like, panel in the wall. Up to eight burps. Um, and then, like, five minutes after you get that hidden panel key, you can open another cash key thing. Here's what I forgot, Sam. <laughs> you sound really drunk right there. I I was I ran it by myself because I was like, I just want to get this done and go to bed. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So I get the hidden panel key. I'm making my way through. I get to where the box is going to be. I'm all excited. I'm like, cool. I'm going to get my first fucking exotic in Division 2. It's going to be awesome. Guess what I forgot? Something important, I would guess. To go get another hyena cash key because I had used all mine. So I'm looking at the box and it's like, zero out of one hyena cash keys. Oh, and underneath it, I think one of the game developers even like transcribe something and said go fuck yourself Cody because I was pissed I was <laughs> like was, I don't you, care you did post a picture of a, like one of those construction uh, street signs that said something like go fuck yourself what did it say yeah one of the strongholds like <laughs> as you're walking up I like looked up and I was like oh I've never noticed it before there's a big electronic sign that says like uh, go fuck yourself and die and I was like oh okay cool thanks <laughs> just what I needed today that's um, mean so yeah I just need to go find a fucking hyena cash key and I'll get the blueprint and I'll be able to make my first uh, exotic in the division two and I'm so excited for it. Um, some cool things. Wait, do you that, have to make all the exotics? You don't ever just get them? There are some that drop, but then there are mostly like once you craft. Um, okay. So real quick before I hop into the dark zones because I did that too. Uh, cool thing, there are fucking people in the subway, not subway, the sewers, and they're scary as fuck. Because, like... 
Well, who would live in a sewer? Only scary. Exactly, people. right? But, like, there's, like, some audio cues that, like, I, like, I was listening. And I was, like, sitting there and I was, like, walking around, like, you know, just, like, listening to music a little bit. But then I also had the TV cranked up a little bit. And, like, I started hearing this, like, and, like, it was getting closer. And I was, like, like, what the fuck's happening? Around this corner, there are two people running at me, throwing knives at me. Followed by so many knives. a guy behind them, covered in armor, holding a chainsaw, and it was scary as fuck, Sam. Let me tell you. I was like, oh shit. I started fucking like barrel rolling backwards trying to get away from him. Yeah. And like, this happened repeatedly because I've been in the sewers a lot lately trying to get these cash keys and like, they just keep showing up. Also, fun fact, the knives go through armor and start damaging your health bar and I almost died. It well, I scary. hope you learned your lesson. Also, isn't were you in the sewer when you saw the red balloon? Oh yes. Um, so yeah, there's also like some Easter eggs in the sewers. So behind one panel was a red balloon, obviously an homage to it. Which hey, the trailer for Chapter Two drops this week. We're up to nine burps. Um, I found another it's this sewer. Week? Yeah. Sweet. I'm excited. Um. Well. This week for us, obviously, this is this podcast. So it's been last week. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, been out. It's a great, Mm. it's a great trailer. It's great. Um, I was like near a little like gate thing, and I looked over and I saw a little alligator head sticking out of the water, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Five minutes later, I round a corner and I can see through another like gate thing. There's a giant, Mm -hmm. giant alligator tail. Like, just hanging out. And I was like, ooh, shit. Did you shoot it just cool. to see what happened? I shot the alligator head. I did not shoot the alligator tail because I figured it would do the same <laughs> thing the alligator head did, which just dust came up. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I don't think up. so. I bet something would have come and attacked you if you shot that tail. That would have been cool. That'd be something nice. Um, so, yeah, the sewer people, they're fucking scary with their mm. chainsaws and they're throwing knives yeah. and just popping up out of nowhere and, like, the creepy, like, walking. Um <laughs> Creepy walking in the sewer. <clears throat> and so, the last thing I did in Division this week is I finally sat down and was like, you know what? Let's go see what this Dark Zone is all about. So, the Dark Zones in Division are like their PvE meets PvP modes where you can go in, you can kill bad guys, NPCs, but also there are people running around, like players, and like they can kill you and steal your gear that you've been picking up. Um... Is the lighting, so, in fact, dark? It is pretty dark in one of them. I've only been in one. I didn't go in the other two. Because the one I entered was the Occupied Dark Zone. And this is like the end game, like, go in, clear out landmarks. The landmarks will drop you, like, high-level gear, and then you need to go extract them. That's kind of like what Division 1 was sold on, was like, oh, go into the Dark Zone, clear out these areas. Then you need to, like, go to a place... Pop a flare, a helicopter will come, it'll extract the gear, you get the gear. But then you're kind of like, it's it's a waiting game where like, oh, people can show up. Um, the first experience I had with the Dark Zone was I walked in, there's a landmark to my left, I ran up to it, saw there was a team of four people fighting at that landmark, went, no thank you, walked my happy ass to another landmark, because I wasn't fighting them. You went in by yourself? Yes, I went in by myself. Um, Is that the best strategy? Probably not, but okay. I, I, I for the for the sake of the podcast, I needed to do some research. Um, that's, that's what I was very, myself. That's very respectable. 
It's appreciated. Um, thank you. Uh, and so I went and cleared out something called the catacombs, uh, which is just a underground parking lot. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> Wasn't that's anything bullshit. fucking cool. It was just a fucking <laughs> underground parking lot. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, Are you sure there gear. wasn't like a manhole that you were supposed to like crawl down nope. and go somewhere else? Nope. Uh, cleaned it out. Took me about 20 minutes. I was like, all right, cool. Got a lot of gear out of it. Went to the extraction point. Thought I was pretty safe. Didn't see anybody around. Threw my turret down. Figured, okay, that'll alert me because it'll start shooting at people. They show up. I put the thing on the, the – I call the helicopter. Helicopter shows up. I put it up to 10 burps. Put my gear on the rope that the helicopter dropped. This seems so elaborate. It. I know, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. And it's like, all right, we're extracting in 30 seconds. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Um, so I go and like hide in a little corner. I'm sitting there, just hanging out, you know, just doing my thing, doing the division things, waiting. Uh, next thing I know, I start hearing shooting. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Hopefully that's an NPC. Nope. Squad of three rolls up on me, sprays me down, up to 11 burps, and next thing I know, I am dead on the floor, and they have stolen my gear. And I was like, fuck, this sucks. I don't like this. Is it pretty obvious when an extraction has been started, so like people yes. nearby could tell that they need to come get yeah, you? Yeah, because that flare is very obvious, because I, I was playing again later in the Occupied Dark Zone, just you know, seeing how it went the second time. Um, and I saw the flare grow up at one place, and I was like, oh, shit, okay. That's why they knew where I was. Uh, I went back in a second time. I actually got my gear extracted. Um, I guess not all landmarks are the same because, oh my god, was I, I went from doing a landmark in 20 minutes to a landmark that took me about 45 minutes because there were so many bad guys. Mm-hmm. And they were all like elites and they were constantly shooting me with fire and it was a lot, a lot of fun. Um, and so I kind of made the kind of choice that like I will only do the Dark Zone if I have a group of me. Uh, because like the only real reason I want to go in there is because there is an exotic that drops only in the dark zone. It's an LMG that shoots like poison bullets, and like that seems kind of nice to have. Um, and so yeah, and today they announced the raid is coming in about two weeks. So I'm interested to see if I can get a group together going for that. How many people do you have to have for the raid? Eight. So it'll be interesting. Um, <laughs> How do you feel so, about that? Um, I think it's really cool. I think I would like it if it's scaled to where, like, mm-hmm. oh, if you only had four people, it's actually just a four-person raid. But I know, like, people have been asking for eight-player raids for a while, so let them... Well, people get what they ask for. Just they ask can. the Sonic director. Oh, so. God, true. Um, but yeah, Division, still a lot of fun. Um, I th- oh, I don't know if I made n- note that I swapped to the Survivalist... Um, specialization who has the crossbow with the explosive tips um, and boy howdy do I love throwing flame grenades into a big group of people lighting them on fire and watching them just flail their arms around above their heads like oh what's happening to me um, they need to learn to stop drop and roll man they do um, but yeah that's been the division 2 this week for me um, a lot of fun you know pro tip you want to get to that world tier 5 stuff just let your friends gear you up fuck it Fuck it, man. Why can't Destiny why work, be like that? Why work hard when you can just uh, reap the benefits of other people's hard work, you know? Exactly. That's my logic. Spoken like hard a work. rich white man. Oh, damn. Ooh, oh, damn, Sam. Holy oh. shit. Oh, God. Uh, no, just kidding. Hard work goes a long way. Work hard, kids. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. All right, Sam, tell me about SteamWorld Heist. What is up with it? 
Okay, Cody, do you know how I told you that I was in love with Steamroll Quest? Yeah, what's up? So this stuff's kind of like, it makes you make a face. Towards the bottom. It, just in general. It gets a little... Yeah, um, so I decided to uh, try out their cousin, which is Steamroll Heist. Um, cousin is not as good as the original. Is this like a distant quest. cousin, or do you it's think... a distant that, cousin, probably. It's like by blood, maybe? Uh, maybe or there's by some law? marriage involved. Yeah, by law is what I meant. That's uh, what I meant, not by blood. You're drunk, man. Um, so... Base, oh, you fr- you froze on the screen for me, but it, you're making a real happy face. Can you still hear me? Okay. Yeah, you, you froze for a second. You're back. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. I think Discord's been drinking too. It's fine. Um, so Steamroll Heist again. Your robots, okay? Because that's their whole their steam steam powered bots. Uh, Earth has exploded, and so we're kind it's of like about fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're like space cowboy robots, kind of. And fuck yeah. Oh my god, that's like 12. I can't even do the fingers anymore. I count these too much. Um so there are these people so water is the currency, and so you want to try to get all the water, and then there's people stealing the water, and so you have to go fly your ship around and go fight them, right? Um so it's 2D, it's flat screen, you kind of like go around and it's turn-based. And so once, like, you go into a level to do the the level, um, you have, like, a certain number of steps you can take, and then you can do your action. So, like, a a more typical Um, turn-based. And so, like, when I saw the preview, I saw, like, you know, you would aim your gun, and it had, like, laser sights, and it would show you. And, like, you could, like, arrange it so that it would do rebounds and do, like, cool stuff to, like, hit the people. And so I was like, yeah, this is going to be cool. Turns out only... There's certain classes of characters, and only, like, your first character, she has the sharpshooter ability, so she can use guns that have the laser sights. All your other characters that you pick up are different classes, and they can't use laser sights. So it's a little bit more difficult because you have to actually, like, aim and, like, try to get it right. Um, So it's fine. I'm having fun with it. But it's, I'm not having as much fun as Steamworld Quest, and I don't love it. And part of it also, it has like difficulty selections, and like I'm on the easiest one available, and it's not as easy as I would like it to be. Because mm-hmm. like I've, I've gone in, so you go in, so depending on the mission, you can take one to three characters with you so far. Um, and so you arm them up with whatever gun you wanted to take. Sometimes you can get like special abilities to take with you. Like you can take a grenade. Someone can have a grenade. Someone can have like a health pouch. I was disappointed to find that you can only that whoever has the health pouch can use it, but they can't use the health pouch on somebody else. So I haven't gotten any abilities where I could have somebody heal somebody else yet. Hopefully I'll unlock something that does that. Um, So you go one to three characters in. So if, if one of your characters dies, um, they don't get any experience after you finish the level, which made me sad. Which, I mean, it makes sense, but I was like, aww. Um, and then, obviously, if all, your, if all your characters die, which that happened to me, because fuck, fuck, um, you have to pay 
some of your water that you've gathered to like rebuild everyone and come back. So I'm like, what if you didn't have enough water and then like you couldn't, would it be game over? I don't know. But maybe it like scales to like how much yeah. money you have. It just takes a proportion of it. Um, but yeah, it's it's got like the fun kind of humor that it had. Everybody, all the robots have hats and you can like collect different hats from different levels and they don't do anything. They're just cosmetic and look fun. But like if your hat gets shot off, you have to like remember to go pick up your hat again or you'll lose it. Um, Cody, I feel like I'm just like, I'm a little drunk and I don't remember like what I wanted to say about this. Other than okay. that, like, I'm playing it, and I'm, it's like, it's okay, but it's not as fun. Although I did, when I was playing it yesterday, I was thinking that kind of like the aiming that you have to do, since I don't have my sights on everything, um, it kind of reminded me of Worms. So you have to just kind of like, mm. you know, because you're kind of far away from them, and you gotta like, you know, try to try to work it out and hope for the best. So that's, that's kind of fun. Um, but, you know, it's just like, SteamWorld Quest was, was like a... It was a 9.5, probably. And this is not that. Maybe you should have... Uh, is, is it SteamWorld Dig? And SteamWorld Dig 2? Um, Were the, like, uh... I, I played one of those, and it was fine. But those are the ones I've heard more people talk about. When you said SteamWorld Heist, I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. So that's what I was curious about. Well, I'm gonna... I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't remember it very well. But I feel like SteamWorld Dig was just a little bit like Dig Dog. You know, uh, dig around and stuff. Fair, and, you know? yeah. Um, Does and I they wasn't... both have Dig in it? Are there and any I... robot dogs in SteamWorld Dig? Probably. But I wasn't into copyright it. lawsuit here that somebody can get going. It's possible. Well, I was Googling because I was like, I would like to be able to say who the developer was for Dig Dog. And I didn't find it because apparently there's some type of like, I think, dating app called Dig Dog. And I didn't click on that. So I don't know. Hey, dogs but, gotta find love too, you know? Oh my god, what if it is a dating app for dogs and you find little play dates for your dogs? That would be so That'd be sweet. hella cool, not gonna lie. Really cool. Um, Alright, well, I'm glad you're kind of enjoying Steamworld Heist. Kind of. I guess I'm ready to fall in love again, Cody. It's okay. The uh, you being kind of drunk mixed with that made that sound a little sad, and I kind of wanted to come hug you just now. Um, <laughs> I love you, Sam. Don't worry. Thank you. Um, all right, so that's what we've been playing. We got a couple news articles to hit on before we roll out of this joint with our drunkenness. Um, I think we should start with the one we're probably gonna have the most to talk about, which is uh, there's now a Senate bill to ban loot boxes and pay-to-win microtransactions. Um. All right. So, like, I get why this is happening because I, these can be deemed predatory to small children. I think that's kind of what the aim of this is. They don't want small children because this can be seen as gambling with loot boxes. 
uh, and the pay-to-win microtransactions can, like, in some games, come across predatory. Cody, I'm going to interrupt you right there, okay? How do these kids even get addicted if they're, they shouldn't be buying them, period? They don't have money. They don't have credit cards. They have to use their parents' money to do it. Their parents have to say, okay, I'm going to get you this. So it's up to their parents to even let them know if it's something that they get satisfaction from. Because they're not doing it by themselves, these games aren't saying, hey, give me your money. And they're like, okay, like, here's my here's my 50 cents from my allowance this week. Give me something. No. Oh, Cody, I don't think we should be talking about this while we're drinking. <laughs> um, I, uh, it's like, and I think, just, okay, stepping away from the kids part of this. And just, I know when the Battlefront 2 thing was going on, where, like, the loot boxes were pay to win and all that, uh... There were people who were like, they, there needs to be like laws against this. Um, we have the ESRB for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the ESRB is not seeing an issue with it, maybe we need to sit down and figure out why they don't see an issue with it. I don't think we want lawmakers involved like this. Yeah. Uh, because like, I don't think people realize that like if they get their foot in the door here it's one step away from being like oh we should ban violent video games because that's what's mm-hmm. called school shootings and things like that like once they get their foot in the door like they're not gonna stop like yeah. these lawmakers are not the nicest people like they are in the pockets of some very corrupt people mm-hmm. um and, I, and we don't want that uh like so I hope this doesn't get very far. I don't think it will. I don't really think a lot of these lawmakers are like really care about video games. The only time they care about video games is when they can blame video games for a um, tragedy. Yeah. Um, that's really the only time video games care matter to them. Except maybe that Cortez woman. I think she probably plays the Fortnites. Maybe, yeah. She seems pretty fun. She does. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like... <clears throat> It's just the video game industry's responsibility to govern the video game industry. And, like, you know, game developers just need to be responsible. Because, like, if they outlaw, like, microtransactions and loot boxes, then we're not going to have free games anymore. Right? Because free games have to make their money somehow. And if they're outlawed from making making their money this way, they won't exist anymore. And... Like, I, there was some study somewhere that I read that said about 2% of people playing a free game are actually the ones spending money on it. 98% of people who play those free games don't spend any money ever. And, like, that, those free games are just, like, they make a difference for people. Like, if, if, a, if a parent doesn't have money to be buying their kid games all the time, like, right now there are so many free games that they can play out there. And then, like, parents, you know, have to buy, buy a, a console but then they don't have to be shelling money out for games all the time. Um, and so let the 2% pay for these games for people, you know? And, like, let people be responsible and make responsible decisions. And it's your money, and you can do what you want. If you if there, there are people who have addictive personalities and, you know, are going to get hooked on something and not be able to break free, but, like, kind of my argument with that is... If they can't do it on video games, they're going to find something else to do it on and they're going to blow their money on that. So it's just if that's the way their personality is and like the majority of people 
can control themselves and don't need to be penalized because of this. So, I don't know. Yeah. And the way I look at it is if we ban loot boxes and microtransactions, uh, these people who like to complain about like, oh, we're like, we're not getting sold full games anymore. Like Everything's got to have a DLC or a season pass and stuff. That's just going to get three times worse because then you're going to mm-hmm. have games that are just sliced up and like yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2, because it can't have microtransactions in its online mode, is going to have 20 hours cut out and sold three months later as a $40 DLC. Like that's yeah. what it's going to be. Exactly. And so if you don't want that, just let the microtransactions happen. If you don't like them, don't buy them. Um, also, and- can I just say, like, if we eliminate this stuff, we're not going to have any fun skins anymore, okay? True. Like, some of us like to spend money to have something fun to dress our character up as, you know? Like, it's it's worth it to spend a few bucks for us. And now, like, we're just going to have boring old costumes and we're not going to have anything fun anymore. Because, like, why should they put that in there, you know? Yeah. So. I think the only thing with loot boxes... For me personally is I think there needs to be some kind of like duplicate protection because they're like it mm-hmm. does get ridiculous when you open a loot box and everything is duplicate. So That's true. Yeah. But yeah, that's um the Senate bill to ban loot boxes. Um also in the news. Uh, we have such Riot serious games. news while we're drinking. Right? This is this yeah. is not a good plan. Uh Riot Games employees uh staged a walkout and they did that, Sam. Yeah, so, so this was, I believe, on Tuesday, and they had 150 employees walk out. Um, now, this was because this is in regards to gender discrimination and harassment. Um, I, I guess I'm saying lawsuits in quotes because, like, I don't fully understand. Like, they have launched a lawsuit, but, like, when these employees signed their contracts with Riot, they agreed that it would always be handled through arbitration instead of going yeah. to court. And that's where they're having problems with this because when it goes through arbitration, the employers always have a lot more power and are less likely to be held accountable when it goes through arbitration. So... These Riot employees, like, they've got five or six ongoing lawsuits right now about this, um, which obviously it sucks that it's happening, that, you know, this discrimination and harassment has been occurring. Um, But they're wanting to be able to just, you know, take a lawsuit to court and not be stuck in the arbitration. So before they did the walkout, uh, Riot executives uh, said that they would consider making changes to the way this works in the future, but they don't want to make changes while current litigation is happening. And when they hire new employees now, they'll have the option to opt out of forced arbitration. um, And they will consider in the future letting their current employees opt out of arbitration as well. so, so like that was kind of settled before the walkout and riot executives were supportive of the walkout and said, you know, nobody's going to get penalized or anything. If you participate, no one's going to get in trouble. If you don't participate, like they were like, you guys want to do this, do this. Um, and so it happened. And like, we haven't really seen anything afterwards as far as yeah. did this influence anything? How did it go? Except the next day, uh, the Dublin office of riot um, had their own little walkout 
they had either 15 or 18 employees walk out, which I don't know how big that studio is in Dublin, but, uh, you know, good for them. They were trying to be supportive and do it as well. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess they've kind of made some concessions. I don't understand why they're willing to say new hires can do this, but current employees, we've still got to think about if we want to let them do that. You know, it's just like, it's weird. And then like, this is, I mean, this is a pretty common thing that's happening. Um, Apparently a lot of employers require this. Google was also, I don't know how recently, uh, they had a walkout of like 20,000 employees because of they didn't want the forced arbitration as well. So it's it's a tactic that a lot of people are, are using, and hopefully it will result in changes getting made to be more fair to employees, to like give them a better chance to have justice done uh, in these types of situations. But I don't know. We have to wait and see. Yeah. And I think this is, uh, this is important because like Riot is a very big company. Like League of Legends makes tons of money every like they have these huge tournaments and like all these things from the 14 burps um and so for a huge company like this to have been letting some of this stuff go on for so long it's it's very sad to see so uh you know get on those employees for walking out also like the whole time this has been going on the only thing i've been thinking of is the company is called Riot. Like, of course those employees are going to fucking riot. I just spit. I was too excited. But yeah, I just... That's... that's good. Sorry. All right. So yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll keep updates going on that. Hopefully something comes out later this week. And the last little bit of news we got is EA Access has come. It is coming to uh, PS4. Or is, does it come out already? No, it's. I believe it's coming in July. I could be wrong. Oh man, what a late comer! Jesus, um, that's what she said. I don't know. Maybe don't. If you're fucking someone who takes too much to come, maybe just rethink that relationship. <laughs> Anyways, continuing on. Um, so EA Access is a subscription service uh, where you pay monthly. And I think you you do get access to some EA games, but then there's a lot of, like, demos for things, and... I learned a lot this week, because I was under a mis... 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 misimpression? Misinformation? Mis... I, I don't know. Anyway, I thought that, like, everything on EA... Yeah, same. That's, that's not how it is, you guys. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, so... They have a catalog, a backlog, that you can... Was that your first burp? Or was that just saying one? That was the first bad one. Okay, okay. Um, so they have they have a catalog of EA titles that you can play their vault, right? Um, and then, like, newer games, such as Anthem or Battlefield Five, you... What, did that just... Was that just... No, no, I was just throwing oh, numbers, just, sorry. Okay, okay, sorry. Um, so those games, like you get a 10 hour demo of them. You don't get to play the full game. Oh God, it made me burp. That's, what's that? 14, 15? That was 15, I think, for me. Um, so yeah, so you don't get the full game, which I was like, man, just like, I don't know. I just don't know about this. Okay. So it is $4.99 a month for EA Access, and then it is $29.99 for the year. So, 
That's I mean it's, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good deal if you're interested yeah. in it. If their catalog is something that you're interested in playing, um, I was saying that like if there's a game that you're interested in but you don't know if you want to get it, just pay that five bucks for a month and get to try it out. Assuming that you get a trial of the game, which I guess maybe yeah. all new game maybe it isn't guaranteed that all new games get it. But if they have it, it would be a good way to test it out to see if you liked it. Um, and then I was thinking about it, like, I should have done more research, because I was like, so if I buy an EA Access subscription, is it only tied to my PlayStation, or would I be able to use it on my Xbox as well? Would you have to get a separate subscription if you wanted it on Xbox? Because there are more games available in the vault on Xbox because of 360 backwards compatibility. So I'm like, mm -hmm. would you gain access to like any console to use it? Or is it just per console? So I don't know. Yeah, that'd be an interesting thing. Because like, I feel like, because like, we should know the reason this is a big deal is because like, it's been on Xbox and on PC for a long time. And well, and Sony has made a statement in the past that they didn't think it was something that they needed, like it wasn't in line yeah. with, with what they want to provide to people or something. They, it was a kind of snarky statement, and now they're yeah. like, yeah, no, come be on PlayStation. So, um, And so I would assume it's probably tied to the email that's on your PlayStation account? What if it's the same email that is on my Xbox? Then I would assume it would, should still work. Because, like, if you go onto your Xbox, they would just ask you to sign into your EA Access account. And so, I don't know. Because, like, I think the way this works is with definitely, like, oh, like, you subscribe to it. But then if you purchase a game through it, like, Sony gets a cut of that money. Because, like, the thing with EA Access is, like, when Anthem was coming out, if you bought the game through EA Access, you got the game a week early. Like, you got to play yeah. it a week early. So... And you get a uh, discount on games if you're an EA Access member. Yeah, so I would assume that's how it would work. I'm not sure about the other consoles. I don't know. Though. I might be willing, for the sake of research for this podcast, to get a one-month $4.99 subscription, if I remember this in July, and test it and see if I can get stuff on my PlayStation and my Xbox. Right. I appreciate you taking that sacrifice. I said maybe I'll do it. I didn't say I'd I do appreciate it. you possibly maybe. taking that sacrifice for us. But yeah, I'd, I'd have to look at their thing. Like, I don't know if EA has enough stuff that I would like want that because I feel like Game Pass kind of has me covered. You know, yeah. like I don't know that I would really need this otherwise, unless I wanted to do like a trial something. I don't know. I'm gonna f buy Jedi Fallen Order. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I love me some respawn. And I'm going to give him my money. So I don't need a trial of that. Of course, I said the same thing about Anthem. However, I feel more strongly about Respawn than I did Bioware. So. Uh, yeah. 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 That was a sad, that was a sad purchase for me. Anyways. <laughs> for a lot of people. You know, they fixed a lot of stuff in it. That's what I hear. Like, you can get to the four. You can be in a mission and access your gear and switch your gear now. Ooh, so, shit. I feel like we need to get the group together and just go try some again. Did you uninstall it already? No, I I have that, like, three terabyte hard drive. I don't have to do that no more. You have three terabytes? I think it's two. When I'm drunk, <laughs> I exaggerate. Anyways. <laughs> 
Alright, last little bit, just so you know, we are recording the day before PlayStation State of Play is happening. They're having another one. It's kind of exciting. I feel like we may get um, a release date for either Ghost of Tsushima, I may have butchered that, Death Stranding, or The Last of Us 2. I feel like if it was going to be something, it's going to be The Last of Us 2, because I believe they said we're going to see something of that before E3. Um, mm. And I've seen, so it might, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be this time, but we'll see something. So I feel like that's the one that's most likely to come out next, just because it's had more uh, stuff said about it than the, the other two. Like, I haven't heard anything about Ghosts of Tsushima in, yeah. since the last since... E3. Was there something at Game Awards? I thought there was something at Game Awards. I don't recall. Maybe there was. Oh, that seems like it was a real bad burp right there. It was. Jeez. That was pretty bad. Okay. Um, okay. All right. So, yeah, PlayStation's having a state of play. So, that's really cool. We'll uh, update you next week on that. And Ghost Maybe. Recon. If it was good. We make no guarantees. Uh, Ghost Recon has an announcement coming out. I believe it's going to be a new game. Um, I, I think, think they said it's going to be a new game. Okay. Uh, so, that'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, the last what? Ghost Recon game was Wildlands. I the beta for Wildlands was fun. That uh, one time they had fine. the Predator thing was kind of cool. I never played it, but it seemed cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it was something interesting, me, but okay, it's fine. All right, I think that's a show this week, guys. You know, thank you for taking this little drunken journey with us. Um, I hope you enjoyed the burps, the laughs, the voices, the tears. We didn't cry. I must have blacked out at that part. Anyways, um, if you'd like to get in contact with us and let us know what your favorite flavor of Mike's Hard Lemonade or what your opinion is on Lawmakers and Loot Boxes, that should be a video game. Lawmakers and Loot Boxes. No. No? Should it be a video game? Okay. Some guys. Maybe. Some guys I mean, I, I well, you, you get Loot Boxes and you get different, like, actual U.S. Congress people. And Ooh. then it's like a fighting game, and like, Ooh, yeah. yeah, and like you take them and you fight. That totally would not end badly at all. No, no, no. Um, no probably not. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can reach out to us at contact at geekartgames.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook or Twitter, you can follow us at Geekart Games. We have a YouTube channel where you can watch videos of things we've done. At geekargames.com slash YouTube. Uh, <laughs> we have Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash geekargames. We have a merch store at geekargames.com slash shirts. We have a Discord channel where people talk about things and stuff, such as roadwork was the topic today, I believe. It was. Um, at geekargames.com slash Discord. So and shout time. out to our new friend, Loaded Penguin. Who just joined yeah. Discord this week. So we always love like getting a, a fresh face. If you listen to this podcast, we love you. If you don't, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Anyways, um, <laughs> if he doesn't listen, he'll never know I said that. Um, How do you know it's a he? That was very assumptive I'm sorry. of you. They will you never know. Yes. It could be a robot, as far as I know. It, it could be. Um, Discord. YouTube. That, that review. Give us a review if you want oh, to. Oh, yeah. Get mean, that thumbs like up. It. Tell us how you feel about drunk episodes and that five star review. Only five star reviews, please. Yeah. Just kidding. Leave us a four star. It's okay. No, I like, mean we prefer the five. We prefer the five, but like if you're feeling like it's just a four, it's better than nothing, right? No. Oh no. Five or five. nothing. Um 
Uh, I'm sorry. I just got a text message, and it was a it was a text message saying I'll have to tell you about that later. Um, was it a naked picture? Uh, no, no. Was it the picture of you that has like made its way around the world and back to you already? Oh, that'd be crazy. That'd say, be creepy, right? It's like, if hey, man, I was on Facebook and I saw this picture of you. If oh, you shit. randomly see a picture of Cody somewhere, let us know. Please I let mean, us know. It could be something. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at Convocody. Also, if you care about my comic book opinions, I have a comic book Twitter called Let's Talk CGR. It's where I talk about the cosmic ghostwriter in comic books. I also talk about my other comic book opinions. Um, so yeah, hit me up there. Sam, where can people find you? I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K on Twitter. I think that's everything, Sam. I think this was a great show. I'm feeling really good, you know? I feel like we should drink more. I think we should. It's some pretty fun stuff. Although, we... the next time I have to go to the store to get more, and the next time it's going to be that higher percentage alcohol Ooh, content. So yeah. All the birds. I'll be on the floor, man. I'll be on the floor. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We appreciate you. Uh, Sam, take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Burp, 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 burp. If I was real cool, I'd do an actual burp at the end, but I just, I can't do it on call, man. One of those, like, loud ones. Yeah. I don't know. It's fine.